That's my new thing. That's how I start podcasts now. I go, oh! It's like, I don't know, like I'm Tony Soprano being told something that I don't want to hear. Hey, Tone! Hey, Tone, you, AJ got expelled from school again. Oh! That's me. That's how. That's the energy I want to bring into these podcasts. A disappointed, disappointed murderer. <laughs> but, like, disappointed for, like, not... Not because of the real reasons that I should be disappointed in my life. Not because my entire life revolves around, you know, crime and, you know, murdering people so they don't murder me first until they do. Spoiler alert. If you haven't, but you know, it's, it's been long enough that you should have, if you were going to wa- go watch The Sopranos if you haven't seen it. I'm not going to give away the ending, although I might have just given it away. But go watch, go watch The Sopranos because it's... It's so good, and I'm not going to ruin the ending for you. Like like my camp counselor ruined fucking Harry Potter for me years ago. I was like, I don't know. I, I, I'm behind on, like, you know, everything in life, including Harry Potter. So when I was, you know, I don't know, 14, 15, I was reading through the Harry Potters for the first time, and for some reason, this asshole camp counselor had to come into the, 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 I was saying that I was reading Harry Potter the first time, he had to come into the room, and he goes, Dumbledore dies, and then walks the fuck away, and you know something, I actually liked that guy, like, every other interaction I had with him was great, he's a great guy, I'm not gonna name, I'm not gonna dox him, I'm not gonna dox him on this podcast, but it's, he was, he was a good counselor, but just that one moment of cruelty, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know, but then again, you know, if you've been, you know, taking care of children for a few weeks, you know, you're at the end of your rope. You got to let off some steam somehow. Ruining Harry Potter. There's worse. There's definitely worse things you can do to let off steam in a bunk at camp than ruining Harry Potter for one person. There's way worse. You could, you know, you could murder someone. You could go all Sopranos on them. Take a little, take a shoelace, throw it around their neck, whoosh, choke them out, but not, not to act, you know, maybe I guess, you know, that would be a lot to actually kill them just to show them who's boss, you know, that'd be hard. You get fired immediately. If you did that, I hope, I hope you get fired immediately. How's your week going? My week's going well. I just got back from Albany. It's different than Al- Albania. It's very close in names of Albany, Albania. Differences, Albany is a, a, a city in upstate New York, and Albania is a, a country in the Balkans with a mad creepy flag. They have, like, the creepiest flag I've ever seen. It's like a two-headed bird. It's like a black bird against, like, a red background, and it just looks murderous. I don't know. It's it's I, it, it makes me not want to go to Albania. But I'll go to Albany, because Albany was fucking dope. I went... Our our friend a friend of the podcast Sammy, been hawking Albany to me for honestly maybe like maybe years now. <laughs> it's definitely been months, and he said he 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 said that his his cousin, guy who's also named Ari. Shout out to you, my man. He said he's like, he's like the man of the like the the music scene there, and he fucking is. We went to a bunch of these, like, under, like, you know, basement, garage, whatever concerts, and this guy walks in, and he's, 
He owns he owns the city. He owns the city of of Albany. Like literally, I we went the first show we went to, we went downstairs and immediately I was hooked by this band. It was they were so good. They were on tour from Boston. It's uh, I guess it's a it's a guy. I don't know if the band was his or not. Whatever this guy Aristotle Jones you can look him up on Spotify. But fire, straight like really really top notch performer. And I was just enthralled. I was like, I fucking love Albany. I love this place. And then the next act I was like a little bit less impressed by. Like they were still good. But I was like annoyed because one of their guys was like, all he did was play saxophone. And I was watching him play saxophone. I couldn't hear the saxophone. I could hear the guitar was going real loud. The drums, boom, boom, boom. Drums are super loud. But the sax was, you know, I, I could see him playing. I could see it, but I couldn't hear it. So, uh, so Ari, the other Ari, comes up to me and says, Hey, how are you enjoying the concert? I said, Hey, you know, it's all right, but can't really hear the sax. kind of sucks. He's like, Give me a sec. I'll tell him to put it up louder. I was like, No, no, no. It's fine, dude. Don't change it just for me. He's like, No, what do you mean? They don't, they don't know what they're doing. He goes over. He tells them to change the volume on the sax. They bring up the sax. There are like 40 people in this room. This is not like... Like a sit down, like NPR tiny desk. Con- this is a this is a show. He goes to the back. He tells them to raise the volume on the sax. Volume gets raised on the sax. I can hear it. So, uh, yeah, that's that's real power. That's real power right there. To be able to change the volume at a concert. That's my man Ari right there. Shout out to you. Uh, but yeah, weekend. The weekend was great. Um, Going to a Sheva Brocha tonight and follow-up party to the wedding I was at last Thursday, which was also so much fun. Shout-out to the, the bride and groom. Y'all are a beautiful couple. It was so such an amazing wedding. Uh, although, I got to be honest, though, my first, first, I, I was a little annoyed. That, as soon as I got there, it was valet parking. What? I'm too dumb to park my own car. Are you kidding me? I drove all the way here. It was an hour-long drive. I was fine. I didn't crash into anything. I I know how to park a car. You're telling me you got to park it for me? That's such a goddamn hustle. That's like just adding unnecessary jobs. 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 <laughs> adding unnecessary jobs for no reason. That's like, I don't know. I feel like that's what people get mad at the government for like, you know, being bloated and having too many employees that they don't need. That's valet parking right there. And maybe if it's in like a park. Okay, I get it. If it's a parking garage and you have to play like that game Rush Hour, you know, where you move around the cars to get one out every time you put one in. All right, fine. Take my keys. This is a regular pedestrian-ass parking lot. And as soon as I get there, guy comes up to me. He's like, opens. he opens the door himself. And he says, all right, thank you very much. Gives me a ticket. And I'm like, you know, I, I, I'm a little annoyed that, you know, they're making, they're, 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 they're taking my car from me. That I have to trust some stranger with the keys to my car. But I also feel bad because it's like the guy's giving me a service and I don't have any money to tip him. So I said, hey, listen, I didn't, I didn't bring uh, any cash. I didn't know I was going to have to tip anybody at this wedding. Sorry, man. And he said, well, we are working for you. You have to tip. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> like, that's... And then I said, oh, I have Ven- I have Venmo. Uh, he's like, all right, fine, you can do that. And then I didn't Venmo him. And then when I left the wedding at like 2 a.m., the valet guys had gone home. 
and I found my car keys just like sitting out at by like the, the whatever. But yeah, valet park. That's so fucking stupid. That's obviously obviously it's a French thing, right? I'm assuming it's because it's valet, you know, like ballet. What the fu- what the fuck did France ever give us that was good? What they eat like slugs or whatever, and they have Napoleon, that fucking cuck, <laughs> Napoleon. I was listening to a podcast about Napoleon. Apparently, he was, like, in love with this woman, and he would, like, send her love letters, and she would, like, read them out loud to her friends and, like, make fun of him. The most powerful man, like, in the world. Napoleon, the, the general, the, 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 the petite corporal or whatever the fuck they would call him. And then she cheated on him with some, like, regular-ass soldier. What was her name? Josephine. Oh, my sweet Josephine. You are the light in the sky above France. I don't know. I can't I can't do voices. What am I doing? <laughs> but yeah, fuck France. Fuck valet parking. But yeah, the wedding was beautiful. It was great seeing a lot of old friends. Um Yeah. Although I I will say I mean, okay, so you guys know the cha-cha slide? You know, slide to the left, slide to the right. Everybody clap your hands. Okay, that, you know that? So um, they had that towards the end of the wedding, and I was like, sick, I love the cha-cha slide. But these people, these wedding guests, couldn't get their shit together. Everyone was facing in a different direction. It pissed me off even more than the valet parking. Like, come on. Everybody look at the bride and groom. Whatever direction they're facing, we're all going to face that direction. But no, it was just everybody was doing, every, like not even like really in big groups, just individuals just doing the cha-cha slide in their own universe, looking straight at somebody else who's also doing the cha-cha slide in their own universe, sliding into each other, zero organization. Like, that's where I honestly, I mean, I think that the... We could have used like a you know a bar mitzvah DJ there, just somebody to get in front of everybody to rally everybody together around the same cause. You know that was the gift of Napoleon. That was, Napoleon was able to get all of his troops to kill the same other Europeans. They go out there and be like, "We are French," and they'd be like, "Yeah, we're French." They're not French. Yeah, they're not. We're gonna go fuck them up. Let's go. And but no. But no, we didn't have any sort of leadership. And I'm not trying to blame the bride and groom. That's not on them. That shouldn't be their responsibility. They're in love. Can't expect them to have to orient a hundred people in the same direction to do a silly dance. It shouldn't be on them. But yeah, that was the wedding. That was the wedding. I saw the the Chabad uh, the Chabad rabbi and Rebetzin, uh, from college because the, the they're friends of mine from college. These people who decided to get hitched, and uh, <laughs> why do I do that with my voice? Decided to get hitched. I'm like trying to be Bill Burr kind of sometimes, like where he does the thing where he moves away from the microphone, that thing, but like. And sometimes I do it and it fits, but that time just now it just didn't. Anyway, um, 
I saw the Chabad rabbi in Rebetzin. And for some reason, they asked me if I was like doing comedy still. And I said, oh, I have a podcast. And um, they're like, oh, send me the link. <laughs> it is. I'm so happy that I had I interviewed my dad because <laughs> it's such a wholesome podcast. You know, I could send that to anybody. I could send them here. Here's Irving Shield parts one and two. It's funny. I was actually I was going. To <laughs> my initial instinct was just to send them the one that I did with the the what, what do you call it? Asexual about America. <laughs> I was <laughs> because that's with other guys who like know who they know like from college. But um, I was like thinking oh, I'm gonna change the name and I'll send it to them. It'll be great. But um, I told one of my friends. He was like, "Oh, what's?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna think I'm gonna send them now." He's like, "What are you talking about? Send them the one with your dad." You kidding me? Is like sometimes you need you need a second opinion. Like me just floating around, not not stating my actions before I do them, could lead to um, I don't know people like because it's like I don't know. Then again, though, then again, they I I don't have a problem with them hearing anything I say on any of this podcast, but I also don't want to send them something weird where I'm talking about like dicks, right? Like. Cause I just it'll be it'll be weird. Like if they happen to hear, they go on to listen to the rest of my podcast and I start talking about dicks. All right, that's fine. But I'm not gonna send them an episode where I talk about dicks. But if you are worried, if you're on my podcast, you have to and you say things. You have to know that literally anybody could hear this at any point. That's the risk you take. Although he's right, it's yeah. I don't need to be sending them. That episode. I don't remember. I don't think it was that inappropriate, but, um, yeah. Yee yee. Weep weep. Um, do I not have anything else to talk about? I went to like an improv thing, like an improv drop in. I have lost it. Improv is such, it's a muscle, and I, I have lost the muscle of doing. The improv, but that's okay, because you could build that shit back up. The te- the teacher in this class had like a bell. She's like, anytime, any if you guys listen, you know, I get it. We're making stuff up off the top of our heads, um, but we also want to keep this environment safe. And if anybody touches it on a topic or goes in a direction that you know feels unsafe, whatever, I'm just gonna ding the bell, and then you know to come up with somebody else. And no one got dinged the entire time except for me. I was the only person that got dinged. And I deserved it. I said something about AK-47s in a kindergarten. It was stupid. It was not a good joke. I was trying to like parody something somebody else had just said about alligators attack. I don't. It doesn't even. It, the context isn't important. But the point is, I got dinged. I got dinged. Yeah. Have you ever been dinged? Not a good feeling. <laughs> If there was somebody who was here on this podcast who dinged me, this entire podcast would get dinged. Every, like, literally every two minutes, I'd get dinged on this podcast, I feel like. I don't know. I did have something that I wanted. You know something? I did censor myself on this because I wanted to, I wanted to, like, say something about something that I'm not going to say about that thing because it's maybe uh, I can have other things that are not that thing. Why do eight of you consistently listen to this? There are eight of you who, without me asking you or sending you a link, right? You always are here for me. 
Every single podcast, I appreciate you. I really do. I really do. I love you guys. All right. Uh, bye.